Welcome to Bible Stories for Blasphemers. This is not a theology, history, or morality podcast. It is simply a podcast where stories from a very popular book are told by a moderately adequate storyteller. And if you were expecting family-friendly language, I'm afraid you won't find that here either. Enjoy. It is us. Um, so, welcome to episode. Sheesh, what is this? I don't know. Thirty-seven. I think I we're know. in the forties. Maybe no, that's my other podcast. We're definitely is in the 40s. not in the forties. My other podcast is on like forty. Dan would be the parent that called their kids all the wrong names. <laughs> um. Yeah. Probably. Well, the wrong ages for sure. My mom would do that with me and my... Although, like, I have little siblings, and I actually do yeah. call them the correct names I know. and ages. So, But you clearly don't care about your children, which are your podcasts. Oh, so. my children, the podcasts, that <laughs> yeah. have feelings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. They at least consist of people made up who have feelings. Mm. Anyway, um... We can talk more about how Dan's a bad dad later, but for now... <laughs> I'm an excellent dad, We're going to talk you. about the original bad dad, which is God. Oh, what a good segue. <laughs> well done. Thank you. So, wow. Last time is a really crazy concept to consider. What happened last time is... They're, so skipped around because we recorded. A, yeah, <laughs> some some chronological episode. issues have happened yeah. with our some recordings. Chrono- yeah, some chronological um, mishaps have occurred, but that's okay. So the last one th- that the listeners will have heard is the one with Cora's rebellion. Yeah. Hi, Cora. Cat. There's a cat that's... on the Zoom. Anyway, so I don't remember anyone named Cora. What? Uh, you were really excited about how cool that name was uh, when we talked cool about name. it. What uh, happened? There was a rebellion, and then God swallowed up a bunch of people with the earth. Oh, that's right, that's right. But who's Cora? The guy of the rebellion, the oh, guy that did boy. the rebellion. So Cora's dead now, right? He's swallowed by the earth. Yep. Okay. Along with too. his whole family. Like I said, God is a bad dad. Mm-hmm. Um, not the best. <laughs> not the best dad. Deadbeat dad. God. The original. I would say that God is not a deadbeat. He is, no. in fact, probably over-involved. Yeah, overly in, present. <laughs> in the lives of people yeah. right now. Yeah, that's so true. So true. Um, so, IMHO, uh, I believe last time I was like, wow, God is an asshole. Like, 
why would anyone do this, et cetera. That was kind of what you were like. Yeah. 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 Um, So now I don't remember. What chapter was that? So that would have been numbers like 14 or 15. That was... No, because we skipped a few chapters that didn't have stories. They just had laws. Uh, That was chapters 16. 16 and 17 is what we covered. Okay. What are the laws, though? The laws are, like, things about purification and what to do if people break the Sabbath. What What do you do if people and break sacrifices. the Sabbath? And sacrifices. What does breaking the Sabbath mean? Working on the Sabbath. Really? That's all? Uh, how you should wear tassels on your garments, and uh, there's a specific number of them to wear. Like, boring stuff. I'm interested in that. It's not a story. <laughs> it's like describing their fashion, though, so that's cool. Well, the fashion of a sense, I suppose. Yeah, the desert fashion. <laughs> um, so, okay, sounds cool, I guess. Now, what chapter did we read then? So we read, um, as I was just looking at it, and then I stopped looking at it, <laughs> 16 and 17. Is what we read last time. Of numbers. And now we're skipping again, and we're going to do chapters 20 and 21. Those are some good numbers. What happens in 18 and 19? More laws. Um, Duties of priests and Levites and laws for purification. What, What does it call out for Levites specifically? It's a whole long chapter. Why does... Why does he have to do all that shit? His family, the Levites. The Levites are the priests, so they have special duties oh. that they have to do priestly stuff. So Levites no longer means tribe name anymore? It is the tribe name, but it's also okay. that tribe is the priest tribe. I see. Okay. So everyone in that tribe does priest stuff now. Okay. I see. Well, not the women. Because <laughs> we we would never allow that. Because fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, cool. Sounds um, awful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Let's continue, shall we? Yeah. So now we're um, we're firmly wandering. We're firmly desert wandering. We we have been doing that for a little bit. So what, aren't they just kind of like hanging out there? Or are they trying to find another place to be? No. I mean, they have to spend 40 years, and you can't really spend 40 years constantly in the same place you will run out of resources in that place so you you gotta continue moving to places where you can get better resources and better i don't know weather whatever they're looking for yeah um they're nomadic so they they move um so they're just moving around they're not nomadic by choice though they would like to be at home in the promised land they would love to but they fuck that up so well that's victim blaming of you but okay (laughs) (laughs) listen i'm just saying what the bible says (laughs) okay the bible says they fucked that up the bible says they fucked it up they didn't do war good (laughs) Mm -hmm. they did it real bad um yeah so there's a couple there's a couple of small stories um in chapters 20 and 21 that are kind of interesting um i don't think they will take up too much time 
but there's two sort of smaller stories in here. Okay. Um, chapter 20 does start with the death of Miriam. Uh, Miriam, the wife of Moses? Sister of Moses. Sister of Moses. Who's his wife? Zipporah. Zipporah. He, I think he Got maybe it. took a second one, too. I don't remember. I mean, the knowing the Bible, that. he could marry his sister. Well... <laughs> I don't... I think at this point, laws had been established that you shouldn't do that. Okay. God yeah. was like, you know what? God no. was like, don't marry your sister at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Not the best. Even though Abraham did that. But that um, was like thousands of years ago, right? Um, Probably closer to hundreds based on the Bible count. Okay. I mean, people who try to count the literal number of years in the Old Testament think the earth is only 6,000 years old, so. Oh. Uh, well, yeah, but still, like, it, it could very well be a couple thousand years ago. I don't know. Yeah, it could, it could be. Yeah. Um, okay. So, Miriam dies. There's not much about that. It says they came to the wilderness of Zin in the first month. And they stayed in Kadesh, and Miriam died there and was buried there. I see. No R.I.P. fanfare about that. They didn't find a nice cave like they did for other people. Yeah, no, they didn't. Yeah, no. Um, but then we get to... Uh, pour one uh, out for Miriam, folks. Yeah, pour one out. <laughs> uh, she died and was buried in a place that was She's not a nice cave. buried somewhere in the desert. Um, next time you're in the desert... In Kadesh. Drink one for her. Yeah. Wherever Kadesh is. It's um, gotta be like northern Africa, I guess. I mean, it's close to where Israel is now. Here's my guess. Jordan. My guess is the current country of Jordan. Now I'm gonna look it up because this will be There's, fun. I don't know that we would know. Where is Kadesh now? <laughs> Who's Kadesh now? Click here. <laughs> Okay. You won't believe how different they look. Oh, uh, Syria? Great. Syria. Makes sense. Yeah. Okay, cool. Okay. So now we get to the first of our two little, like, kind of interesting stories in these uh, sections. I'm ready. Number one, um, this story is called Moses Strikes the Rock. Oh, that sounds like... Um... Like an episodic kind of title. Very Moses sitcom-y. gets in a fight with Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> yeah, it's very sitcom It's very sitcom Yeah, like, yeah. like it's always sunny. <laughs> the gang fights. <laughs> <laughs> the gang strikes the rock. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, they got to this place uh, in Kadesh, and there was no water for the congregation in this area. They assembled themselves together against Moses and against Aaron... As they always do. Yes. Um, and the As people, is the way. The people quarreled with Moses and said, can you guess? Um, you, you, um, you tricked, you led us here and, and God deceived us and you're a bad leader. Uh, would that we had perished when our brothers perished before the Lord. Why have you brought the assembly of the Lord into this wilderness that we should die here, both we and our cattle? Um... I'm kind of on their side, actually. They just, they say this every time. This is, this is very, um, the way that, like, mythology and fairy tales and folklore kind of work, where it's like, and he huffed and he puffed and he blew the house down. Like, (laughs) they say the same thing every time. (laughs) 
let me enlighten everyone is it's still like that we do the same shit all the time oh yeah (laughs) we just forget and do it again um so so once again they're like we have no water and we're gonna die out here and why'd you bring us out here to die out here uh we wish that we um once again they say why have you made us come up out of egypt to bring us to this evil place Dude, it's like you saw what God did. We Ow. wish we would have died in Egypt uh, or yeah. stayed in Egypt, etc. Um, they said there is no place for grains or figs or vines or pomegranates, and there is no water to drink. They oh, really yeah. want their fruits. Yeah, they're upset about not having fruits and water, which is pretty important. Yeah. Um, so then Moses and Aaron uh, went from the presence of the assembly to the entrance of the tent of meeting. They're like tabernacle. Mm -hmm. Um, and they fell on their faces and the glory of the Uh, Lord appeared to them. Very good. Yeah. What they like to do. Um, and then the Lord spoke to Moses and, uh, these instructions are very, it's important that you know exactly what these instructions are. (laughs) Okay. 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 that, That Moses is told by the Lord. The Lord says, take the staff, your, your staff that you have and assemble the congregation, you and Aaron assemble them and tell the rock before your eyes to yield its water. I just imagining Dwayne, the rock Johnson. (laughs) There's like, Like. I guess there's like a rock cliff or like a boulder or something. And he says, take your staff, go in front of the congregation and tell the rock to give you water. Uh, And he says, so you shall bring water out of the rock for them and give a drink to the congregation and to their cattle. Okay. So, uh... Isn't that a thing with some rocks, though? Like, they have water ooze out of them sometimes? Probably. Yeah. I, I mean, rock formations can be attached to I think springs like and stuff. A ty- yeah, a type of rock can do that, but I don't, I don't know anything else. Um, so Moses took the staff uh, as he was commanded, and he and Aaron gathered the assembly together before the rock, um, and Moses said to them, Here now, you rebels, shall we bring water for you out of this rock? And then Moses lifted up his hand and he struck the rock with his staff twice. And water came out abundantly and the congregation drank and their livestock also drank. What is wrong with this picture? Um, it's just water coming out of a rock. What is wrong with what Moses did? He just smacked it. Instead of talking to it. Oh, God told him, tell the rock to give you water. God did not say strike the rock with your staff. Yeah. So the way that this was told to me in church and interpreted was that Moses felt silly about talking to a rock and didn't want to do it. (laughs) Well, so he tried to do something that looked cooler instead. The Bible doesn't say that. No, but the Bible does says, does Does say, says. (laughs) <laughs> the Lord says uh, to Moses, because you did not believe in me to uphold me as holy in the eyes of the people of Israel. Therefore, you shall not bring this assembly into the land that I have given them. I thought we already covered that. Like, no, yeah, Moses and Aaron were supposed to be still alive um, to bring the people into the promised land after the people uh, who were alive. Yeah, still? after the okay. 40 years. Like, it, they had not been told, you're not going to go sure, in the promised land. I'm pretty sure you told me they're not going. I told you that because I knew this story was coming. Okay, okay. 
But I told you, like, because of a thing Moses does later, he doesn't get to go in the promised gotcha. land. This is why. This. It's because he hit a rock instead of talking to a rock. That is, like, so fucked. Imagine if someone did that to you in real life, like, how manipulative and shitty that is. You know? Yeah. Like, that's so fucked up. It's very yeah. fucked up. Yeah. I don't know if there's any um, additional metaphor to the, like, talking to a rock versus hitting it situation. Um, But I do know that when this story was told to me in church, it was about you shouldn't be afraid to look silly and do things that you think are embarrassing um, for God God because God wants you to do them. So you should go ahead and evangelize to your friends and pray in front of people and stuff and be really annoying about it. Because that's your way of being a martyr, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, also, if you don't, God will be mad. Well, exactly. Because you should be willing to be embarrassed for God. All rolled into one, I'm sure. (laughs) Yeah. That's so cool and awesome. Great. So So good. So good and healthy. So good and healthy and nothing (laughs) is wrong with that. Nothing is wrong with that at all. Nope. Um, so, uh, after this, uh, we will, we will really quickly, um, there's... There's a lot of passages in Numbers that go kind of the same way at this point, that the same thing happens over and over, where it's like Moses would send messengers to whatever kingdom they were trying to pass through and be like, hey, let us pass through your kingdom. We're not going to, yeah. like, take yeah. your crops or try to steal from Sending you. We just want to ahead, yeah. We just want to go through. Um, and the person would say no. Because... Oh, every time? Like, every time. Yeah. Because uh, nobody likes the Israelites, I guess, is the point of that. I don't... I don't know. Um, Maybe God did it. But, uh... They would would tell the story of, like, uh, God is with us, and, you know, God rescued us from Egypt, and, um... The the phrasing here is, Please let us pass through your land. We will not pass through field or vineyard or drink water from a well. We will go along the king's highway. We will not turn aside to the right hand or the left until we have passed through your territory. They're like, we will not touch any of your stuff. That's we're just cool gonna. there's roads. Yeah, we're just going to go on the marked road and we won't yeah. touch any of your stuff. Um, And then uh, the kings would always be like, you can't do it, and if you do it, we are going to hurt you with armies. <laughs> um, and then the people of Israel would say, okay, well, we're going to do it. Um, <laughs> or I hate or, to say it, but I don't hate to say it. This feels very Game of Thrones. So, so there's two ways this story ends. Either Israel says, we're going to do it, and then God gives them victory and they defeat an army and pass through mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or they say, okay, well then we're just going to go somewhere else. So in this case, uh, for Edom, the, the King of Edom, uh, he said, you can't go through and the people of Israel, uh, turned away and went a different way instead. Naturally. But later on, sometimes they decide we're going to do it anyway. And then they defeat an army cause God helps them. <laughs> Wait, that so just they, happens you're just spoiling it for me. That I'm just telling you that's going to happen, like, eight times. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> just the whole God will help you in an unbeatable situation. Yeah. 
Yeah, okay. Um, so, at this point, uh, we have the death of Aaron, which is also, it's not um, the big second story that we're going to talk about, but it what? is sort of more interesting than the death of Miriam. It sounds really big, yeah. So, um, they journeyed from Kadesh, and they came to Mount... It, you're going to laugh. It's H-O-R. I don't know how to pronounce that Mount other Hor. than whore. Yeah. It's Mount Hor. Okay, well, that's good. So, um, <laughs> It's a little too easy for me. <laughs> yeah. Get it? <laughs> <laughs> um, and the Lord... This is kind of interesting because God basically says... Dan Aaron, fucking adjusted their glasses when they said that. It was okay. so funny. <laughs> I didn't do that to be scholarly. It was because it was hurting my so ears. You scholarly, though. <laughs> It was it was hurting my ears to have the glasses and the headphones. Anyway, um, so it's kind of interesting because God basically says to Moses and Aaron, um, "Aaron's gonna die here, so be be prepared for that." Um, How old is Aaron at this point? Uh, old. I mean, they they are getting up in years. They've been doing this for a while. Are we talking like ninety, or are we talking like four hundred, like? And nobody Old lives to four hundred anymore. Same thing. Okay. At, at this point, people live to like a hundred ish at the most, and it goes lower than that and comes back up with science, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Great. Okay. Cool. I mean, I'm I'm so not there's... telling you that people actually lived to a hundred at this time. I have no okay. idea. In the mythology, okay. they do. Sure. Sure. Um, so God maybe says maybe they measured years like so wildly differently that. Maybe. You know, like... Just... Maybe that's why everyone was living 600 years. Yeah, Because they exactly. were measuring each season as a year. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, it could have just been, like, cool, cold, and warm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so God says, Let Aaron be gathered to his people, for he shall not enter the land that I have given to the people of Israel, because you rebelled against my command with the waters. So uh, take Aaron and Eleazar, his son, bring them up to Mount Hor, and uh, strip Aaron of his garments, like his priestly garments, mm-hmm. and put them on Eleazar, his son. And okay, Aaron I shall this be. This going to be like kill them both. No. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Aaron shall be gathered to his people, and he shall die there. So Moses this sounds so much like Midsomar. <laughs> It does it. It's come up to the mountain. Yeah. It makes sense. I mean, there there were lots of rituals like this. Um, But yeah, Moses does as God commands. Uh, They go up Mount Hor in sight of all the congregation. Um, And Moses uh, takes Aaron's garments and puts them on his son. And then Aaron dies there on top of the mountain. Um, Moses and Eleazar come back down from the mountain. So I guess they bury Aaron up there at the top. Um, and then when all the congregation sees that Aaron has perished, uh, it says all the house of Israel wept for Aaron for 30 days, not 40, 30. What the fuck is that about? Why? That's just the number that they did. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Can you at least like be consistent? (laughs) Jesus Christ. If you're going to, I think someone was just like, you know what? I'm just going to fuck with this. They spent a month doing it. Yeah. Just one month. Yeah. Just one month. One calendar month. 
or maybe for them that's just a year maybe days. <laughs> yeah <laughs> um okay so then they uh do the thing with another king uh oh the thing yeah they they uh the king of ered arad arad moses um, is still with us right Yes, okay. uh, the king of Arad uh, takes some people captive, and Israel says, um, "Hey, God, could you help us defeat all these people?" And God's like, "Okay." And so they, you finally learned. they defeat those people. Okay, great. Um, That's so nice of here... them. I would have thought they would just abandon them because they're so afraid. <laughs> <laughs> so here we get to the second um, story for today. Oh. I'm Which sorry. is called... I thought this was just one long story called the Bible. I mean, yes. Yeah. But these are these are the I, stories that are interesting. I guess our podcast does refer to them as stories. Yeah. So <laughs> this one is called The Bronze Serpent. Oh, wow. We go from the golden calf to the bronze serpent. Okay, yeah, kind of. But they so do very if, different things. If there's trophies in the Bible, golden calf is number one. Golden calf is a bad one to get. But it's number one because it's gold. So number two is some silver thing. Do we know a silver thing yet? I think there are silver goblets maybe in the temp- tabernacle. Yeah, but that's not an animal. <laughs> yeah, no, bronze, we don't have a silver thing. Bronze lizard or serpent, serpent. or whatever the fuck it is is like. It's just the last place metal, but instead of it being like a ribbon around your neck with the metal, it's just a serpent around your neck, and it's bronze. That's good. Thank you. Um, okay, so this one's kind of wild. Oh. So. You're, from... you're hitting the story about a bronze serpent is, like, weird? Okay. <laughs> it's just, it's, it's an interesting one. A Bible story? <laughs> oh. <laughs> In this book? So from Mount Hor, uh, they set out by With way love of from Mount Hor, <laughs> which is where we live over here yeah. in Seattle. Um, they set out by way uh, to the Red Sea to go around the land of Edom. Oh my God! They're going back to the Red Sea. I mean, they're they're traveling all around the I know, area but of I the Red Sea. I bet they're so pissed about that. Yeah, they're annoyed. <laughs> I but they're, they're going. Like, they're I going around Edom thing again. Um, because Edom wouldn't let them in, so they they have to go the long way. Edom did not want to eat them. Ha ha! It, it, it spat them out. It was spat them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's good. Okay. It's great. <laughs> um. Okay. So the people. Uh, going around this long way, uh, became impatient on the way. Mm-hmm. And it probably, like what you said, like they were pretty pissed off about having to be back here again. Um, like, God damn it, I didn't want to see this thing again for yeah, the rest exactly. of my life. Yeah. <laughs> and they spoke against God and against Moses. How dare you? Um, and what do you think they said? Basically, the shit I've been saying, I hate that I'm back here. <laughs> they said, why have you brought us out you of done Egypt this to, us? to die in the wilderness? <laughs> Once again, uh, there's no food and no water, and we loathe this worthless food, the manna. 
Um, wow, did they really say that? We they said we loathe worthless this food. worthless food. Yes. Damn. That's rough. <laughs> they hate it. That's rough. <laughs> They're so mad. <laughs> Why have you brought us out of Egypt to die in the wilderness again for the like eighty fifth time? Mm-hmm. God so, probably was like, "Did you not see how I just saved all your lives like ten seconds ago?" Okay. Yeah. It, yeah, this is a real push and pull relationship right <laughs> it now. It really is not. Like it was extremely teenager and dad. Um, in this fighting one, dad for gets Alpha. pretty mad. Yeah. Um, oh, mad dad, really? Mad this dad. One? <laughs> so the Lord, instead of sort of like having a conversation with Moses about this, he just goes ahead and he sends fiery serpents among the people, and they bit the people so that many people of Israel died. Oh wow! What is a fiery serpent? I don't. I bet it's some poison know. snake in Africa. It's some kind of poison yeah. snake that is associated with fire. I'm gonna Google red African snakes and let's see what comes up. Um, well, it it could be a snake that like whose venom feels like fire or something That's like that. That's true too. That's true too. I bet there's some great paintings about this. <laughs> Yes. It's like um, the mural at Pawnee City Hall, but yeah. <laughs> with like, like snakes snake. on fire yeah. biting people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, okay. So Red God... spitting cobra is a medium sized species of spitting cobra native to Africa. Cool. They're not in Africa, though. Well, aren't they? They're in the Middle East. That can be Africa. It's above Africa. They they can be Africa. <laughs> okay, Middle Eastern. Snake. Do this. Do this Red. science research for the science Fire. section. <laughs> okay, fine. Um. So, but the mythology of this is cool because mm-hmm. imagine a snake that is on fire. That's pretty dope. That is uh, extremely and they're good. Running around, uh, biting people and killing wow. people. And the people uh, came to Moses about this and said, we have sinned, for we have spoken against the Lord and against you. Ah, yes. Um, And they they basically beg him, uh, pray to the Lord so that he will take the serpents away from us. Okay. Um, They say this to Moses? They say this to Moses. Because they're They're afraid to say it to God themselves. Well, they, they can't say it to God themselves. God doesn't talk to them. God only talks well, to Moses. he, like, they, like, can the pray, can't they? Or is that not a thing yet? No, um, the Levites pretty much do all the prayer on behalf of the people. The people bring their sacrifices to the priests, and the priests huh. do the sacrifices and the prayers for them. But nowadays, anyone can pray? Um, for Christians. Am I not allowed to pray? Uh, no, I mean... Christians say yes. I don't know what oh, the rules okay. are for Jewish <laughs> okay. people who are not gotcha. Christian. Gotcha. Whether what what that is. Okay. Um, I understand now. But so at this time, they are asking Moses, "Please pray to God for us." Mm-hmm. Um, so Moses prayed for the people, and the Lord said to Moses, "Make a fiery serpent and set it on a pole." And everyone who is bitten, when he sees this serpent that you made on a pole, uh, shall live. Hmm. So Moses made a bronze serpent, and he set it on a pole. And if a serpent bit anyone, um, he just had to look at the bronze serpent on the pole that, like, Moses was holding up. 
Mm -hmm. um, and he would live. He would survive. So I'm imagining it as like a staff. Well, here's what you should imagine, because this is an interesting factoid. Um, You know, the Red Cross. Is it Red Cross is the one with the like cross that has a snake around it? Oh, I thought that was just the like medical. That medical red cross is just a red cross. The medical symbol with the like cross with a snake around it. That's based on this. What is that? So this this thing he's holding. Yeah, the, they they made a medical symbol that is like a cross staff looking thing with a snake on it uh-huh. based on this story about the snake on a staff that, that heal. healed people. Oh, that's interesting, I guess. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Good to so know, So that's what that medical symbol is from. What if the you fuck ever is it called, though? Why we, that medical symbol idiots. thing? No one knows what we're talking about. <laughs> Everyone medical does. Medical symbol snake everyone knows what that is Uh, probably yeah but it's not like a cross anymore it's like a staff yeah yeah it's more of a staff i think Mm -hmm. it has a little cross section at the top that the snake is like resting on it has some like wings on top but yeah yeah um interesting and then there's a different one for nurses nurses don't have the wings interesting Okay, so uh, that's that. Wow, fascinating. Yeah, so that's based on this story about the snake, the bronze serpent. Well, that's good to know. On a pole that healed people. I like learning shit like that. Yeah, I'm like, hey, that's my world I live in right now, and this happened so long ago. (laughs) Yeah, it's based on a really, really, really old story. Yeah, Um, but yeah, that's that's the other sort of interesting factoid uh, from these chapters. And then we're going to get into the story of Balaam um, next week, which is wild and involves a talking donkey. Okay, so how is this story ending? I feel like there's no ending. It's just like... The ending of the serpent Pray to God for... It's just like the the people lived because they saw the bronze serpent and then they didn't die. Oh, I want to look up what that thing is called, actually. (laughs) Medical symbol. I thought you had already looked that up. I didn't say what it was called. No. The Cadacius? Cadacius? C-A-D-U-C-E-U-S. See, if I said that, I don't think most people would know what I was talking about. Yeah, I don't know either. (laughs) Cadacius. Although... It's the thing in the Sawbones podcast logo. Yeah. It's that thing. That's so crazy. And it's like a lot of different cultures have this similar concept, I guess. Yeah. That's really interesting. It's all based on this story or versions of this story. Oh, and constantly mistaken for the rod of Asclepius? Asclepius? Rod of Asclepius? So what is that? What is that? I don't know. Let's find Is out. that another version of this story? Maybe. So the Asclepius rod is one serpent entwined. Um, and then the Cadacious is two serpents entwined. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So. So they're different versions yeah. of this image. One of them seems to be related to like Roman shit. And then, yeah, one of them is related to this, I guess. Weird. Okay. Cool. Good to know. <laughs> 
cool and great. <laughs> We've now learned so much about snakes on rods. Great. Or as they call it in the Bible, poles. Poles, yeah. You wouldn't think they could have called it like something better than pole. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't have a better name for it. A staff? I it maybe wasn't a staff. It might have been a metal pole in the ground. I don't know. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> they had bronze. That's a metal. But why would there just be a pole in the ground? Because they put it there. Do they even have wheels? Like, <laughs> Why would they need know. wheels for that? I mean, have they figured out the kind of, like, I don't know if they, I don't know, Dan. I don't know. <laughs> I'm thinking, like, a piece of rebar or something. Like, no. No, but, I'm thinking yeah. you make a big, long pole out of bronze, and it's spiky on the end, like a tent pole, and you stick it mm-hmm. in the ground. All right, fine. But in most of the imagery <laughs> that I've seen of this story, it is shorter because Moses is actually holding it up above yeah. his head in most of I the mean, images. He's just not that tall. I'm, he's a short king, and that's okay. <laughs> he's a short king. <laughs> it doesn't say how tall he is, but that feels I right. I think everyone back then was a short king or a queen. Uh, Moses Except being for the extra Nephilim. short just feels correct. I agree. Doesn't it just it does. feel right? Aaron is definitely taller. Like, yeah. for sure. Yeah. I mean, Prince of Egypt, he's taller. And I think he has a bigger dick. Just saying. What? <laughs> I think um, the brother has a bigger dick. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. just say that loud and clear for the podcast. <laughs> Make sure we get a clean take on that. <laughs> yeah. Aaron's dick is definitely bigger than Moses's. I think. That's why he had the, he had the gall. Yeah. To make a golden cap. <laughs> yeah. But Moses's is like girthier. You know? <laughs> I'm going to lose it. Okay. Uh, great. I'm going to. discuss. Let's discuss more about sort of biblical men's uh, junk in, uh, okay. in the pop corner. Okay. <laughs> right back. Welcome to your favorite section corner. Your favorite section corner. Do your song. Pop, pop, pop. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is today. It's great. Okay. Welcome to the pop corner. Brought to you by. Um, is it brought to you by something? Me. Do we get money? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's brought to you by me. Okay, great. <laughs> and um, so, wow. Wow. So, updates, updates. Taylor Swift has released a new music video. Uh, have you seen it yet? No. What the fuck is wrong? I didn't with know. This? Jesus. Uh, um, <laughs> I look so you disappointed. You have to watch it. <laughs> it's for Lavender Haze. Okay. It's about. Um, I mean, it's not like about anything. It's music video, but it's very aesthetic and good. And um, the like love interest in t- the music video for Taylor is this trans man, and it is the best 
thing I've ever seen in my life. It's so good. That's extremely interesting. You need to watch it. Here's the thing. You have to. Is I cannot tell. I can't tell anymore. If Taylor is um, queer baiting or not. (laughs) Oh, I think it's just like a equality and hiring thing. Because like. I mean, that's my no, assumption No, I just anyway. mean that on Most top of, her music of like, videos. her doing, like, that one Pride video and then calling this one Lavender Haze and, like, she knows what she's doing. And it's sort of like... Yeah, but... It, is it on purpose? I don't, I don't really care it if it is or isn't on purpose. It's just, like, cool and good and I like it. I mean, I love it. It's great. Yeah. Um, and it's fucking awesome... To have like diverse casting and stuff, yeah. But uh, the music video is very good, and you should watch it. Okay. Yeah. So also, um, the other thing I wanted to talk about is this show called what the fuck is it called? That's Paul T. Goldman. Okay. Um. So I heard about this because the McElroy brothers wouldn't stop talking about it. And surely you have heard that about it from the same source. Have I? I don't know which podcast are they talking about. Do you not listen to them anymore? About it on. (laughs) Um, They've talked about it on Besties. Okay, I'm not caught up on Besties. And they've talked about it on Wonderful and My Brother, My Brother and Me. Okay. Like, three different locations. I'm not yeah. caught up on Besties or Wonderful, but um, I probably heard it on a Bim Bam and just, like, tuned Well, yeah, I, I would have had... I only remembered to even watch it because I had heard it, like, five million times. Okay, great. You know, the first time is never enough to make you do it. But anyway, so I kept hearing about this show and how insane it is. And, like, it's, like, a meta-type show. It's pretty much not related to christianity whatsoever but it is sort of related to some themes of our podcast so i wanted to talk about it okay yeah so i'm not gonna spoil anything but the premise is there's this dude named paul t goldman uh, a guy who's a real man with that name and he had like basically was scammed by a woman that he had met unmarried on a dating website Mm -hmm. and uh, he like tweeted like I have this insane story um involving like a crime ring and uh, and like it all started with just being curious about if my wife is cheating on me or whatever my cat's about to jump in my lap FYI oh very good very good um, and so this director on Twitter is like, sure, yeah, let's, let's work together, right? And, um, so the movie is, like, a documentary about Paul T. Goldman working with this director to make a movie out of his story. Okay. Um, Hi. But uh, my cat's just it's meowing like a... at me and then walking away. <laughs> He's working with this director to film something. And, uh, like, during the process of 
working together to make this, the director like decides to start recording the process of making it Mm -hmm. with him and interviewing him about choices he's making and asking him to consider in the moment as we're acting out a scene and directing certain parts of it, play it out like it happened this way, play it out like it happened this way. But it's, it's Paul's story. It's like what he says, like really happened to him. So it's really fucking weird and meta. And Hmm. as you watch it, the story just gets more and more like, what the fuck? Like insane. And then you kind of slowly realize that like what this is about is it's just all about like storytelling, like stories we tell ourselves stories like that we use to see other people or see the world ourselves. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's really interesting. I definitely think you should watch it. And I don't really want to say any more about like what is covered in it Mm -hmm. other than that, because it's just, it unfolds so uniquely and like Ryan and I, my boyfriend Ryan and I were watching it and we were both just like, what the fuck is happening? Like regularly stopping to be like, okay, what, what? And like trying to make sure we understand like what was them acting in this movie they're filming and what was them having a real conversation (laughs) and like it's so interesting yeah um and it i think it's one of those things where once you get all the way through it and then you think about it from the beginning you're like okay all of this makes sense Mm -hmm. like i get it all now so i definitely recommend it for that there's really nothing about god in it at all but it's a huge like theme of um just being certain that things are true, being certain of your story versus other people's stories. And like, it feels very tied to religion to me in that way. That makes like, sense. Like the thing I kept thinking when I was watching it was like, um, especially after the fact I was thinking back and going like, this reminds me of religion in like shaping the entire world you see based on, you know, one line of thinking essentially Mm -hmm. and like you don't consider these other possibilities so you just shut them out they're not a possibility you know it's so interesting and good you gotta watch it and you need to text me after you do okay it's a trip though where is it on it's on the peacock i can't watch that why i don't have peacock oh peacock's free you just gotta download oh, it. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought you had to pay for it. You have to get some ads if you don't pay for it, I think, but it is free. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Peacock is low key killing it lately with the shows. Cool. Yeah. What the fuck? Because I also have this show with Natasha Leone that I started watching called Poker Face. Quite an insane concept. It's just like a murder of the week show uh-huh. but films really beautifully obviously and Natasha Leone is cool and hot in it and um, has this ability to always know when someone is lying and it's like 
it's very supernatural, the ability, but everything else is normal. Hmm. <laughs> it's like really strange to me that people just accept this supernatural ability she has. But like, it's not like given to her from God or something. It's just once she doesn't get something wrong three times, people are like, oh, I guess she's telling the truth. She can detect a lie every single time. It's like, okay, I guess we have to just accept that. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's clear. They're just like, we don't want you to think about that. Just accept. Just kind of, yeah. Yeah. But it was good. Um, I, uh, you could check that out. You might like it. I am interested in this, uh, yeah, this weird documentary thing. Yeah, that is... Sure. It's really weird. You're probably going to be texting me, like, what the fuck, as you're watching it. <laughs> <laughs> or at least when you're done, because it is a trip. I don't recommend watching it without, like, a remote, because you, like, on hand, because sometimes you have to, like, rewind it and be like, wait, what did I just see? <laughs> I mean yeah um yeah so yeah i hope you like it and um everybody kitty oh scully says we have to go it's it's time Scully says it's time for scully Scully. oh there's like a solar flare on the camera Mm -hmm. on you and scully scully is the the lord she is the baby the glory of the lord scully do you want to meow into the microphone no okay okay well it's been real dan this has been the pop corner not really very christian heavy this week folks i mean here's the thing the idea that uh stories and what we choose to believe about them Mm -hmm. shapes how we see the whole rest of the world is very related to the bible for sure it's very true yeah um okay cool well we will catch you guys later we'll see you later this is a short episode but we'll be back next week bye bye